Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on WorldCom. Tyco CEO Dennis Kozlowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. Welcome back to White Collars, Red Hands, everybody. My name is Kashan. And you might notice that I'm alone here today. Now, that doesn't usually happen, all right? But Nina, it was her week, and she is sick, terribly sick. Uh, She told me details about how sick she is that I wish I could unhear. But nevertheless, here we are, and I'm alone, and I didn't have anything prepared. But fear not, everybody, because I said, you know what? I'm a smart guy. I can come up with some ideas. I can entertain the people all by myself, right? Uh, Not really. We're not doing a full episode today. Don't get that wrong. Uh, But what I did decide is that um, I I had wanted to do something for a while where I just go back and we can catch up, maybe. Uh, And and you might be noticing that I wore uh, my blazer and a necktie today because you can call me Walter Cronkite. That's just the way it is. And I'm here to give you some news updates on some of our past stories. We've been doing this podcast now for, geez, almost three years coming up in a couple months. And I realized that a lot of our stories were still not fully told. They were, they were still going on. Something was still happening when we left off on them. So I figured, you know what? Let's play the newscaster today and bring you some news. So... I guess we'll we'll just get right into it. Uh, the earliest, uh, these are all in chronological order. So from when we released them, not from when they happened. Uh, so we're just going to go with the first one. And that is our coverage of the 2019 college admission scandal, also known as the Varsity Blues scandal. It was our season one, all the way back in season one, episode nine. It released in December of 2020. And when we Last left the case, over 50 wealthy people had pled guilty in a conspiracy where parents paid money for their children to get into colleges of good renown. We're talking Harvard, USC, UCLA, all the ones that you think of when you're like, oh man, there's no way I'm going there. I'm too dumb. They got them into all these colleges when they may not have been able to earn a spot in these colleges on their laurels alone, often disguising their children as athlete prospects for sports that they didn't even play. If I remember correctly, one of them said that their kid was a rower, uh, but they never went to rowing practice and they had never been a rower before. Who knows if they could even swim, but that's what they did to get them into. I'm pretty sure that one was USC. Um, among the pleas were actors such as Full House actor Lori Laughlin and Desperate Housewives actor Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Both of them had already pled guilty um, and gotten sentenced, I think, by the time that we released our episode. But when we left off, there were still many awaiting trials and sentencing, uh, with the last trial actually ending in June of 2022. And overall, 53 people were accused in being complicit with the fraud, of which 38 either pled guilty or were found guilty. Uh, However, a recent stir in the case, as in May of this year, uh, two of the convictions were overturned in the court. 
a court ruling stated that the rulings were overturned because the judge in the original case instructed the jury that the college admission slots constituted property, whatever that means. Obviously, I threw this together, so I'm not super versed in it, but enough. Um, so I, I guess that made some weird legal ripples in the convicted charges, but so far only those two have been overturned. And from what I gathered, I don't think they're going to have more turned over in the coming years, time, whatever. Uh, so that's our first l little catch up all the way back to season one. Uh, I want to fast forward a couple of seasons all the way to season three. And we're talking now about Billy McFarland. You might uh, remember Billy McFarland because he did Firefest. That's right. And uh, this episode released in April of 2021. And where we left off, uh, Billy McFarland, the man behind the cheese sandwich debacle that was Firefest that caused famous influencers to fight over limited tents on an island in the Bahamas while attending a music festival with no bands, uh, was serving his prison sentence at the time that we released our episode on the True Mayhem Fest and had a long road to paying back uh, hefty restitutions of $26 million that he still owed investors, not to mention all of the atrocities he committed against the Bahamian people for how he treated laborers and didn't pay them, and they were, like, reliant on his work. You can go listen to the episode if you want to get the, the full story, but it, it was pretty bad. So what's happened since? Well, McFarland got out of prison early, on March 30th, 2022, and immediately got back to work at doing what he is good at, pursuing stupid business ventures. In the year after his release, Billy McFarland started another event in the Bahamas called Pirate, spelled P-Y-R-T. This man loves to misspell things. I hate him. Uh, the event supposedly... Uh, will combine VR technology, because we know how well the metaverse is doing right now, and luxury treasure hunts for bottles spread throughout the islands. And I can't believe he's going back to the Bahamas. Like, you ruined it already. There's other islands. Go somewhere else, all right? And now, the Bahamas did make a statement that no application had been filed for the event, and it is still to have any... Further news, and this was from a couple, you know, like a year and a half now, maybe, maybe a year ago. I don't think Pirate's going to happen. I sure hope it doesn't happen. No one is doing VR. Uh, earlier this year, though, Billy announced that he moved on to another venture, so maybe Pirate isn't happening, and he had actually received funding for a Firefest 2.0. That's right. If you missed out on the cheese sandwich the first time, you might be able to get it. This time, you hear me, foodies? All right. And he feels that he can make things right by actually putting on the music festival that he said he was going to do in the first place. And not only that, guys, but he also has received funding for a Broadway musical that would detail the story of the fest called Firefest 1.5 or 1.5, like the cute little Lion King thing they did. I don't know. Please come up with new names, Billy. You're starting to sound like Batman just putting Firefest on everything. To the fire cave! Anyway, that's where we left off. Billy, he's still he's still out there. He's doing so many podcasts. It's so annoying seeing these people thrive after they get out of prison. And all of they've done is con people their entire life. And speaking of terrible people, 
we move on to the next update, which is with Wirecard. Uh, we released Wirecard in season three, episode six. And where we left off, uh, Jan Marsalek, an executive at Wirecard, a German payment provider, had turned fugitive. And believe it or not, he is still a wanted man on the run with almost no leads two whole years later. Although he is still in contact with his lawyer because his lawyer delivered a couple letters to a court in Germany going over the case. So he's out there. He's Edward Snowdening it, I guess, where he's he's on the run. He's in hiding. He's a fugitive, but he's still communicating via various means. Who knows? Maybe he's also hiding out in Russia. Ooh, maybe they're having little, little like, whistleblower parties. Be like, who tried to kill you this week? Oh, you know, just a couple people tried to poison my coffee. Who tried to kill you? I don't know. Maybe that's what they're doing. But Jan Marsalek, still on the run. Um, and I, I think the CEO of Wirecard flipped on him, and they're still trying to hunt Jan down. Maybe they get him. Maybe they don't. Um... Moving on to our next update. This is our most listened to episode besides our first episode. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's something that's near and dear to my heart. I work in biotechnology and Theranos is a biotech company, was a biotech company. Uh, We released our Theranos episode. uh, It's season four, episode seven in September of 2021. And when we left off, uh, we recorded and released our episode at the time that jury selection had just started for the disgraced tech founders, Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani, the CEO, and I think COO, CFO, I don't remember exactly Sonny's title, but he was an executive, the next in command, um, maybe he was the president, who, through a series of frauds, uh, made many believe that they had a working box called the Edison that could run a litany of blood tests with a single drop on blood, a single drop of blood that usually needs like, I don't know, like 50 milliliters of blood, something a lot more than a drop. And they said that they could do all of these tests with just one drop of blood, like not like one drop per test even, which is crazy. They literally give you like, they take like 50 mils of blood to do like one test. It's crazy. Many of the people they duped uh, included uh, these people who sent samples to Theranos uh, through a partnership with Walgreens. So they weren't even just duping investors. They were duping actual people who received tests and were supposedly receiving results, including telling many people that they had diseases when they didn't have them and potentially also the other way, telling them they didn't have a disease when they did. Basically, all just bad stuff. And since then, uh, in January 2022, Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty on three counts of wire fraud and sentenced to 11 years in prison, which she began serving in May of this year. Balwani was also convicted, but on 12 counts of fraud and was sentenced to 12 years and 11 months in prison. And you might remember uh, they were they, they they were lovers beforehand and they turned on each other in the trial. They were like, absolutely not. I don't care how much we smooched. We, we, we are not friends anymore. They both accused each other of being uh, extremely abusive, I believe, in various different ways. But in the end, uh, justice got it right, and they both went to prison, hopefully for a very long time. I hope they don't get out too early. They did some bad stuff, including uh, one guy who unalived himself, as they like to say on TikTok. So uh, go listen to that episode if you haven't heard about it. I'm sure you have. It's everywhere. But if you want to get our take on it and you haven't heard it already, go check it out. Um, 
for our next episode, if only Nina was here, she would love to get this update because it's on Tom Girardi. And our episode on Tom Girardi, which was, I think, Real Housewives, Real Ruined Lives is the name of that episode. Uh, season five, episode two, which released in October of 2021. And where we left off, Tom, Tom Girardi, rich lawyer husband of Erica Jane, who was also like 20 years her senior, as it always is, uh, both of which were known for being subjects on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, was awaiting the fallout of defrauding his clients by stealing from their settlement amounts that he had made uh, to the tune of $15 million. However, at the time we left, he was complaining of memory loss, which had delayed any formal court proceedings. So what's happened since then? Well, Tom Girardi was indeed found unfit to stand trial and was formally diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. Although you can find a few articles written by psychologists online discussing how they believe that this is all an elaborate scheme to avoid prosecution. But he is old, so I don't know. Uh, moving on to everyone's favorite gene-wearing cheesehead quarterback, Brett Favre, which we covered in Season 7, Episode 1, released in April of 2022. Now, where we left off, Brett Favre had just been publicly released as having ties to a scandal that drained money from the Mississippi Welfare Fund that went to Favre for speaking appearances that he did. Um, these were given to him by John Davis, who conspired to siphon money off of the fund when he was the executive director of the Mississippi Department. When we left, Brett Favre had not been charged with anything criminal. He was just still living his best life, uh, eating Snickers, Whatever he does, he was in that commercial, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, yeah, the one with Betty White, the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, where she gets tackled, but it's actually Brett Favre. I'm pretty sure that was it. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to fact check this. I'm just going to release it because why? I'm lazy. That's right. So what's happened since? Uh, believe it or not, he still has not been charged with anything. However, he is now embroiled in multiple lawsuits over the matter. And although Favre paid back the amount that he was paid of $1.1 million for those speaking appearances, there was a new request for $5 million by the Mississippi Department of Human Services. Uh, but earlier this year, Favre did counter sue with a defamation case. So it looks like this one is still going to be ongoing for a little while longer. And Brett Favre, in the episode, you would learn that he did some other terrible things, including uh, how Anthony Weiner sent his Weiner. Well, Brett Favre did some of the same things. We looked at his dick pics uh, during the episode, so if that's really not, you don't get to see him because that would make us uh, criminals if we put that on a video. But feel free to Google it and look along with us. I, I can't control you, right? I can't tell you what to do, so do that. I don't care. Moving on to uh, a fan-submitted episode, and I know this fan is uh, very, very passionate about this. She sent us a bunch of, of emails to update you on this, but it just always felt hard uh, to put into an episode because we had so many updates, so I'm finally, I'm happy that I'm getting to do this. Um, but Bob Dean, Bob Dean uh, was the topic of season eight, episode 10, released in September of 2022, and Dean was accused of some pretty horrific stuff around not taking care of his elderly patients from his nursing home after he moved them to a not-so-glorified warehouse when Hurricane Ida swept through Louisiana. Uh, he made them sleep on air mattresses on the ground. These are old, old people. They need a lot of help. 
air mattresses on the ground in a big room with no air conditioning during a hurricane. And they were all right next to porta potties. The porta potties were right next to the food. I guess people were just like crying and yelling for their medication. There was like no electricity. It was awful. All right. And he did some bad stuff and he got his, he got his licenses revoked. And and I think they got those old people out of there. Thank God. Uh, But since our episode, the Department of Justice has released a new complaint that alleges that after his nursing home licenses were revoked, he spent a bunch of time siphoning off the money remaining in their accounts and misappropriating a bunch of the the nursing home money into his personal account, misspending at least $4 million in the process. Much like Tom Girardi, however, Bob Dean has at least so far escaped justice as he has also been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he was released into the care of his wife. And I guess he's just wandering around like, I don't know where I am. Uh, I forgot that I put all those old people to like sleep on the ground and, and wail for three days. Whatever. I hope someone puts him on the ground. We'll see. Um, moving on to Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon uh, was the topic of season 10. Episode three, we're getting close, uh, released in January of 2023. And uh, where we left off, Vince McMahon, the inflammatory founder of the WWE and the XFL, the the original, the OG XFL back in the early 2000s, uh, had been hit with another scandal alleging sexual misconduct. Uh, We took a look back at his long and storied history of scandal. There were a lot for a lot of years. Uh, He's not known as a great guy. And left with him maybe selling the WWE to Saudi Arabia. So did that happen? Well, Vince did indeed step away from the WWE, but he didn't sell it to the Middle East. Instead, Dana White and the UFC are now the owners of the wrestling franchise. Of course, Dana White was also recently mired in controversy for getting let's just say physical with his wife in a club. And, and not sexual physical, like like he like he hit her. Uh, and funding a league where people smack each other as hard as they possibly can. If he really wanted to hit his wife, he could have just got her on the. Sh- he could have just got her on that smack show, huh? Is that what you want, Dana White? I don't know. I guess the people that run all of these uh, hyper testosterone leagues, they seem to be not great people. I don't know. And by the way, that smack league, what's CTE again? I'm sure they won't know in a few years, but that's whatever. So that's kind of it. Uh, the last two seasons are hyper-recent, so I don't have a lot of follow-ups. I'm sure that uh, whenever Sam Bankman-Fried finally gets arrested, we'll have a follow-up on FTX, or there were a couple of others that are, are still ongoing, and you know, uh, Binance, actually part of that story, he's also under scrutiny now. We'll probably have a few episodes on these topics as they come out, as they get bigger. Uh, but for now... I would really like if you guys would let me know if you liked this episode, you like hearing these updates. I know that a lot of these I just wanted to say, and I might have even like touched on it in episodes, but we're always focusing on whatever the topic is of the week. So it's hard to tell you guys. So I'd hope that you like this as as much as I did. If you do want to hear these more, maybe once a season, once every other season, uh, just let us know. Uh, send us a message, uh, whitecollarsredhands at gmail.com. Go to whitecollarsredhands.com. Send us a message there or any one of our socials, facebook.com slash whitecollarsredhands. Instagram, Instagram? Instagram at whitecollars underscore redhands. Twitter at whitecollarspod. Uh, TikTok, 
uh, white collars, red hands, all of those. You can send us a message and let us know if you like this episode. You want to hear more? That's awesome. And thank you so much for bearing with me. Uh, for all you Nina fans out there, I'm sorry she couldn't be here today. Okay, you got me. Here's what it is. I gave you facts and, and that's what I do and that's what I'm here for. So you're welcome for that. I'm willing to do that whenever you want. Um, so I, I think that's, that, that's uh, kind of going to wrap it up. Uh, I will, you know what? I'll plug. We got to plug some stuff at the end, right? That's, that's what you got to do. Like and subscribe and don't forget to hit that bell. Ugh. Ugh. Can't believe I just did that. Anyway, yeah, you can you can support us for free by uh, leaving us a rating. Uh, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, you can also write a review on Apple Podcasts if you're, uh, uh, you know, you like words, like reading your own words on the internet. You can do that. That's totally fine. Uh, you can also support us not for free if you want to buy some merch off of Public. The link is in the show description. Or you can go, once again, to our website, whitecollarsredhands.com. Click the check our merch button. Get it that way. Whatever you want to do. I don't care as long as you're buying a t-shirt. I'll love that. Um, you can support us really great by just telling a friend, um, holding them down, screaming in their face that you won't let them go. You won't let them go until they pull out their iPhone and they go on to, to Apple Podcasts and they, they just follow the podcast. You will not let them go. You will hold them down. And you're strong. I know you're strong because the people who listen to this podcast or strong people. Uh, I, I, you know what? I think that's it. I, I'm getting rambly, and I, I should, I should put myself to bed. Let's be honest. So, thank you for coming to this news update of White Collars Red Hands, and we'll see you next week on another episode of White Collars <coughs> Red Hands. There we go. One take. Yeah.